in the squadron. They called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And good day. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. Greg is off for the remainder of the week. It has been an honor to be here with you folks. And we are going to be taking your telephone calls. 800-848-9222. We have a lot to get to. We have a lot to get to. Michelle Obama, one, two. The latest on uh, Congressman-elect George Santos. And in a matter of hours, in just a matter of hours, in New York City, you can go purchase legal weed. You can do it. You can go get high. And I am telling you folks It is one of the worst mistakes that society will make. This is going to come back to haunt us as as marijuana is uh, sweeping the country. Sweeping the country, and it's all over, all over America. Dominic Carter here with you folks in for Greg Kelly. And I do have to start this way. This week, it has been an adventure. It has been an adventure riding the New York City subway system to be here with you folks. So I live in the suburbs of of New York, uh, a place called Rockland County, New York. And so... Uh, you know, ride uh, the commuter train down like the rest of the commuters, uh, uh, New Jersey Transit. And then you, you you get to Secaucus, New Jersey, and you change in Secaucus, New Jersey. And then you get the, the first train coming into New York City. And then you arrive in New York City at Penn Station. And now you've got to get to your destination. So it has been an adventure riding the subway system to work. And here is one of the biggest peeves, pet peeves that I have. I have never understood why it's tolerated with the bootleg performers. You know, the, the folks with the loudspeakers and, and I mean, and, and, and they, I guess they feel that they're like Broadway entertainers but they're what they're what I call bootleg entertainers. And the goal is to get you to give them money or a dollar or two. And it was really, really, really loud today. I, I noticed three or four of them. So I'm at um, 42nd street and Dominic being Dominic goes up to, I, I happen to see about five police officers standing together, New York city police officers. And the Sergeant is off to the side. I walk up to the sergeant and I get one of these street performers is about uh, maybe 40 feet away, whatever. And the music is blasting. And I said, excuse me, sergeant, can you tell me what the law is? Why this is tolerated? Because I, I, I feel that it, it just leads to the dysfunction. It's another aspect of the dysfunction of public transportation systems around the country, the subways. Because the only thing I can compare this to is when I was in uh, Japan 
and they literally had during rush hour people with gloves on to pack people into the trains and it was really clean the system was clean in japan and so the sergeant looked up at me he was very professional very nice and he said well sir he has a permit and i'm looking at the sergeant like a martian and i'm like he has a permit and he's like yes sir he has a permit so that's why he's allowed to perform here and all that loud music and he said the only place they're not allowed to perform at happens to be on the platform the actual train platform so now you know what one of my pet peeves uh happens to be the loud music uh, when you're riding a, a transportation system, a subway system. And so that was uh, my morning uh, getting here to be here with you folks. And uh, let's get right to it, the uh, topics at hand. I'm I'm still trying to figure this one out. And, and, and I, I do have to be honest, I need your help because I can't figure this one out. Michelle Obama has made headlines. The former first lady of the United States declaring and it's 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 been front page news that she could not stand a direct quote she couldn't stand her husband barack obama one of the former presidents of the united states of america for 10 years of their marriage i'm i'm not understanding that one and uh, she made this comment about a month ago, and apparently uh, she says, uh, and this is a quote, people think I'm being catty by stating this. It's like they, referring to the children, uh, the two girls, were 10 years old when I couldn't stand my husband. Couldn't stand her husband for about a decade when the couple's uh, two daughters were uh, young. And so she made this comment uh, during a um, a roundtable uh, interview on Revolt TV, and she says this all came as the power couple was advancing their careers and the strain it put on the marriage. So I, I filed that one under the huh category because I'm I'm not exactly understanding uh, what's going on? Michelle Obama is uh, stating in that interview, we don't talk about how much work is required and how hard it is, even when you're madly in love with the person, even when everything works out right. So that's Michelle Obama. Now, Congressman elect George Santos. It is a good day. It's a good day because. Mr. Santos, has, as far as I know, has not commented publicly today, today. He has not had anything to say publicly, and that's a good thing for him. Matters are going from for him from bad to worse, from bad to worse. And things are, are, are going so bad for the... Uh, congressman elect that hey, let, let's be honest uh, politics especially the demise of someone 
is looked at as a blood sport almost, watching watching the train wreck as it's happening. We take great glee society-wise in watching the train wreck. But on a personal level, on a personal level, I have a little sympathy for Congressman-elect George Santos. And, and I am concerned for him on a personal level. That's how bad this is going. And I hope this story does not end in tragedy for him. I'm worried about him on a, on a psychiatric level. It, things are really, really bad for him. The Nassau County District Attorney Ann Donnelly, Nassau County, New York, Ann Donnelly, Republican, investigating Mr. Santos. The feds of the Eastern District of New York investigating Mr. Santos after he has admitted that he fabricated much of his uh, past claims about his life. And it's, again... It's going from bad to worse because now it's it's a death of a thousand cuts. And every word that he has uttered, report, reporters are working double time now to double check everything. And think about this, folks. We are only four days away from the new Congress being sworn in. Four days away from the new Congress being sworn in. And there are new stories in, in different publications, CNN reporting that they can prove their version, that Mr. Santos used a fake name for a GoFundMe account, and now the account, the account has been taken down. There are reports that Mr. Uh, Santos claimed that his mother died, uh, that the terror attacks claimed his mother's life only to tweet months later that she actually died of cancer in 2016. A lot is going on, but again, to my point, it's a good day because it appears that somebody finally got to Mr. Santos and said, zip it. you're, You're making this a million times worse for yourself. Dominic Carter here with you folks in for Greg Kelly. We are taking your calls now. 800-848-9222. 800-848-9222. Let's start with Bill on Long Island, Long Island, New York. Bill, what's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. I know uh, last night I heard you say, you know, he's a dead man walking, but unless he's resi- unless he resigns or, con- or convicted, he gets to serve. No, 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 no. Bill, I, I, I don't I don't think you understand what's what's going on. Uh, him being sworn in, that that's a that, that's a foregone conclusion that. But then but then his problems will go will become even worse. There are a number of criminal investigations it is only a matter of time until he is indicted. And this is why I am stating that I am concerned about him from one human to another. I hope he doesn't do anything to harm himself because that's how bad this situation is. This is not going to end well. 
it's not it's not like this is going to disappear. It's just not going to happen, Bill. You you believe that it is? It's not going to end well, but you got to remember something. He serves until he's convicted, not indicted, or he resigns. You know how long it takes to convict somebody? Well, you can't convict somebody of lies. It would have to be a money or a criminal charge. But it takes months, Dominic, if not years. So, you know, I have a feeling he's going to serve his two years or most of his two years, and he'll never be heard from again, nominated. He's not going to be able to speak in front of groups, attend parades, do any of that stuff. But he's going to serve a lot of time before he either resigns or is convicted. We'll, 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 we'll see about that. You, you know, I, I do have to be uh, straight with you, Bill. You, you may be right as far as that aspect of this, but, 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 but we'll see. But we will see because sometimes when the heat is turned up so high, uh, folks can't take it. And uh, that's the situation. Maybe, maybe he beats the clock, but, but I, I, just, I just don't see it. Someone's going to, I believe right after the vote for speaker, someone's going to get uh, to him and say that, um, you know, it's time to pack it in or negotiate some type of plea bargain or something like that. Thank you, Bill, for the call. Dominic Carter here with you folks in for Greg Kelly. We are going to take a break and we are coming right back. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Greg Kelly, Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Dominic Carter here with you folks in for Greg Kelly. Greg has the remainder of the week off. We are about to go back to your telephone calls as they're coming in from around the country. But up in Buffalo, up in Buffalo, despair following the massive storm. Buffalo, New York, the massive storm up there. And I'm a law and order guy, law and order guy. I never fell for the Black Lives Matter uh, scam in terms of uh, some of the uh, leaders of Black Lives Matter uh, now own mansions, mansions, several properties in real estate, and nobody says a word. The Biden administration, no one has gone after them. And so I was happy. I have to be honest. I was happy with the looters, those animals that were trying to steal people's property while despair is going on in Buffalo, New York. It's wrong. It's morally wrong. But some folks up in Buffalo had an answer for the looting. They got their guns. They got their brooms. Where they at? Where they at? They about to shoot somebody. Oh, 
I was trying to shoot somebody. That'll stop you from looting. That'll get the job done. That that'll that that'll accomplish the goal. Since you think you're entitled to other people's belongings, let's go to the uh, telephone calls. I started out. Uh, I need some help on this Michelle Obama thing. Uh, let's start with uh, Anna in Ossining, New York. Anna, what's on your mind? Oh, hi, Dominic. Thanks for taking my call. I just want to say. Um, one, you're a real breath of fresh air. I wish you, you were on earlier so that I could listen to you more because I really like you on the station. I think you're one of the highlights. Thank you. That's very kind the, of you to say. Oh, no, it's the truth. Um, Michelle Obama, I'll save my comment for that for later. I want to touch now on George Santos. Okay, wait. I'm going to I'm gonna let you. Wait, wait. I'm going to let you uh, on Santos. But just please tell me what's your take on this Obama thing as a, as a woman, please, just real quick, uh, with Michelle Obama declaring for 10 years she hated her husband, Barack Obama. I'm sure that the feelings on both of them was probably mutual. Mine was more a conspiracy take that I really think that um, their whole marriage is a scam and was just all politics for show. You know, there's so much um, gray areas behind that whole Obama uh, storyline. It's, it's too much to go into. Okay, so, I, now, so now on Santos, because I only have about 40 seconds before I have to take a break. So go right ahead, please, Anna. Okay, real quick. At first, I didn't want us to lose the um, congressional seat um, for the Republicans, but I agree with you. I am scared for him psychologically, but um, also the lies are just too much. They need to get rid of him. But the, my, the main point I want to say is CNN and New York Times are just um, fraudulent. You know, left-wing media, that's all they want to do, because with Hunter Biden laptop story, now they just, like, you know, zero, no, pay attention. But now all of a sudden they want to be journalists, they want to be investigative reporters. You know, they're just so full of crap. And that was my point. And thanks, Dominic. Anna, thank you, and Happy New Year to you and your family. Dominic Carter here with you folks uh, in for Greg Kelly. Greg has this week off a well-deserved week off. We are going to be coming right back and going right back to the telephones to hear from you on a number of topics. That's all coming up right here. Stay with us, folks. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Dominic Carter here with you in for Greg Kelly and the GOP takes control of Congress on Tuesday. That is a wonderful thing. Why, Dominic? It's a wonderful thing because I believe in checks and balances. I believe in accountability. And so for any presidential administration, it needs to be held accountable it needs to be held accountable. And we all need answers as to the mess at the southern border. We need answers for what happened in Afghanistan. We need answers as far as the president's son, Hunter Biden, and what's going on. Those are not partisan issues. Those are all issues where the American people deserve to know the truth. And all of this, as time is running out for McCarthy's bid for speaker, if it is going to happen. That's why 
Congressman-elect George Santos, his vote is so important. It's not the, the it won't decide whether McCarthy becomes speaker, but, but he does need that vote. This, as I'm still trying to figure this one out, there were reports in the past uh, that, that, that they did, considered parting ways, Barack and Michelle Obama, but Michelle Obama making page one news for announcing for 10 years of her marriage while out on a book tour that she, quote, hated her husband while they were raising uh, their two young daughters. And in just a, a matter of a short time, a short time from now, the demise of New York continues. And just a short time from now. And so New York is already being hit hard in terms of losing population. You haven't seen anything yet. And it's not just New York as it relates to this issue. Whatever state you're listening to this program in right now, it's coming to your state if it hasn't already done so. Legalized marijuana. And the state of New York, recreational marijuana, kicks off in just a matter of hours. In just a matter of hours. And the demand is so high, it's an old Gap store. 4,400 feet, square feet, to sell all types of edible products, vaping products, weed. Let's all get high. And I'm concerned, I'm concerned about Congressman-elect Santos on a personal level, from one human being to another. He is going through, he created this mess but he is going through a train wreck of his own life right now. So even though he won, he loses. He won, but he loses. And on a psychological level, I I am concerned about him. I just hope that he doesn't do something uh, stupid uh, as it relates to his uh, life. Let's go to Brooklyn, New York. Let's say good afternoon to Patricia. Patricia, what's on your mind? Hey, lovely Dominic. Thank you. Um, thank you. You Did you say everybody lo- loves you? Oh, thank you're just, you. You're just the best. Thank you. Okay, thank you. A, Love you too. Thank you. George Santos seems unstable to me. And sadly, he reminds me of the former borough president of Queens, Donald Manis. Yes. He killed himself in front of his children before going to jail. Is that desperation? I think so. Right. Well, Donald Manis, uh, the former Queensboro president um, who was praised at the time, I think days before, by the mayor at the time of New York City, uh, Ed Koch, uh, he 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 was, I believe, in his home, in his kitchen. And uh, I don't think the daughter saw it. She saw him reach for the knife and she went to go get her mom. And by the time she came back, he had a knife in his chest. Point is, Dominic, the kids knew. All right. Now, as for Michelle Obama, I've been married and divorced. We had a kid. You want to say bad things? Say it to your divorce attorney. Don't say this in public so your kids get ashamed. And he is still their father. This is, it's, it's to me, it's, it's just cool. Your kids could be fifty. This, that's the man. The man is their father. Well, Patricia, Patricia, as a woman, explain this to me. What what is this all about? The comment from Michelle Obama. I think 
I think it's uh, it's selfish. There's no reason they share two children together. No, no, no Patricia, I, I get it. You believe you believe that it's selfish. I get it. But I'm asking you as a woman, what what is the yeah. comment about for her to come out and say that she hated her husband for 10 years? What is that about? I don't know. I tell you, I don't know. Certain things you don't say publicly. Mm-hmm. You just don't. Mm-hmm. And considering she's, she's out in the public domain, you're bringing more shame on your husband. And you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Would you talk nasty about your wife? I mean, you may say it to somebody in the family. You know, you lose your temper. Oh, she's so like, I didn't want to eat a meatloaf. She makes it stinko. But you're not going to do stupid things to bring shame on your, you know, your family. Keep this stuff to yourself. Patricia, we... Is she getting paid a lot of money? Well, well, they, 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 as a couple, they are making a boatload of money. Patricia, we thank you for the call here on the Greg Kelly Show. Let's go to Ed in Staten Island, New York. Ed, hey, what's Dominic. on your mind? Hello, hello. Look, it's very simple, I think. Barbara Bush and Laura Bush were very low-key first ladies. And then Hillary, she glowed in the attention. She was very visible. And maybe Michelle Obama, you know, didn't want to be so out there and in the public eye. And also, secondly, you're a caretaker for uh, Greg Keller's audience. I think it's reckless of you to talk about somebody committing suicide. Okay, You don't know him. If you want to help him, get him help. But don't broadcast it to a million people. Well, I I said, I said, I hear you, Ed, and I thought long and hard about about stating that. But this is not a good situation. And and we're looking at a human train wreck right now, and and politics is a blood sport. But I'm concerned about Mr. Santos, the person, right now. I mean, can you respect that, or you don't agree with that either? Okay, Ed is Ed is gone. Thank you for the uh, call, Ed. Let's go to Ralph in Manhattan. Ralph, what's on your mind, Dominic? Thank goodness you. You have some humanity, and you actually said what you said, regardless of what the last caller says. Anything that's spoken about can never be harmful. You just air your your, your laundry sometimes, and it feels good. It's therapeutic. It's cathartic. It's a good thing, you know? And as far as I want to get to Santos, but I want to say something about Michelle. I think the ultra-feminists will regard her with some um, kind of praise right now because they, that's something that they want to hear. You know, I put up with my my uh, husband for 10 years. I was, uh, you know, second mate to my husband while he took the glory for 10 years, this kind of thing. So I had great disdain for my husband. In other words, this is a good thing for her in the stance with the uh, the ultra feminist in, in the country, I believe, anyway. But uh, as far as uh, Santos goes, you know, when you say about his psychological well-being, man, you're talking about a guy under fire like I've never seen before for a long time. Maybe the the character you mentioned before from the past, but boy, oh boy, this guy, Dominic, he is getting it from all angles. He can't very well um, get into office this way. There has to be somebody to talk him out of it, Dominic. Well, but 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 he can't be really talked about it, uh, talked out of it just yet, Ralph, because. Uh, McCarthy needs his vote. That's the bottom line. He needs his vote. Now, a- after he gets his vote, that's a different story. 
Right, but I mean, you know, you're right, and you're saying things that are so uh, so on point. But I'll tell you, at this point, how do you go in with that baggage? How do you assume such a, a monumental office with that baggage? I, my, my answer: somehow, some way, he's not going to make it. And I don't mean, uh, you know, anything drastic. I mean, he's not going to get to to the Congress. I can't, I can't see it happening because, again, every it's not an embellishment. Dominic, he might, he he came out at first, thought he was going to get away with embellishment uh, comment. It's not an embellishment. This guy just lied about everything, you know. Well, Ralph, we appreciate the call. Thank you very much. And it is it is uh, apparently turning out that way. And um, we, we, we'll see. We'll see how this is all going to go down. The new Congress, Republicans take control on. Tuesday, right around the corner. Let's go to Ron in Nassau County, New York. Ron, what's on your mind? Hello there, and uh, glad to see that you're on the show today. Uh, You are great. I love listening to you. Thank you. Very kind of you to say. Um, And when you get, uh, not what I'm talking about, but when you get people saying the opposite of what you say about uh, Santos when he was saying you doesn't think it's right, that's how you know you're on the right track, because... You're getting people to give opinions, and opinions are what we're about. That's America. But that's not why I called. So um, go right I'm ahead, Ron. That Mr. Santos, I think, is in, a, is in the position that Republicans are in right now. It's take the high road or the low road. He has seen it's one of two things. First, he could take the high road, which Republicans are not doing anything. They don't use the media. They don't use clever uh, commercials on TV. They're relying only on Musk, that he'll bring everything together because they don't say anything. They don't come out as a team when they're winning. They don't come out when they're losing. They just keep their mouths shut and do nothing to help the Republican Party push the independents like me into going their way. They allow the other side to trample, smash our entire system and sit there with quiet silence, nothing to say, no one to back up anybody. So he has decided to take the Democrats' way. Lie, cheat, steal, get in at any cost. He made that decision. He said, I'm going for it. Why should he be penalized when this seems to be the flavor of the month right now? And that is do what you got to do. Even the president can do what he wants to do. He can absolutely not even do his job and be president. And we have a guy that's just going to be part of Congress, and he can't do one-tenth of what these people are doing throughout, from judges to congressmen, senators, and every other person on the Democratic side doing whatever they want to do. Hey, Ron, 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 you're on to something. Because if we're going to be fair about this, and let's try to be fair, if if we of the fourth estate are going to go after Santos, there are a lot of things that President Biden should have to answer, should have to answer. This is what is wrong with politics in America. So so right now we're dealing with a culture, if you will, from the far, far left. I, I call it the Black Lives Matter uh, type of culture where, where the far left 
and I don't even deal with those nuts that are part of the squad. I, I don't like to say their names because to me it's offensive. It's offensive to the American people, starting with AOC. I I I, I don't have any personal gripe against her or or the other members of the squad, but I see them as compromised. I see them as activists, not not members of Congress that are working for the best interest of America. That's the way that it appears. Dominic Carter here with you folks. I'm in for Greg Kelly. When we come back, when we come back, we will continue with the calls. We're going to go to Pamela in central New Jersey when we return. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Dominic Carter here with you. I'm in for Greg Kelly. I mentioned Pamela in central New Jersey. We see all the calls coming in. Uh, during the course of the program today, we're going to try and get to as many as humanly possible. In a moment, we're going to go to Ohio. But first, let's go to New Jersey and let's say hello to uh, Pamela. Pamela, what's on your mind? Oh, I find it um, perhaps in this Christmas week, it's uh, part of a miracle where Michelle Obama is showing humanity and honesty. I find that wonderful. And I love it that you're showing uh, mercy on a person who appears to be repentant and becoming uh, going towards the end of his rope, the way he's sounding. And it caught my attention. I was doing paperwork, and I just had to call up and say, can we not show some mercy to someone who is, and regardless of Democrat, Republican, who's showing signs that he's on the edge? And can, can we not pull back on this Christmas week? And I think it was wonderful that Michelle Obama um, showed some honesty and humanity because a lot of times these politicians are in their ivory tower and they act like their, their lives are so wonderful. And um, it, it was wonderful that she just let it out. And, and Pamela, that probably... talk, talk, talk to me, Pamela. I, I'm very interested in your perspective as a woman. Why Why mm-hmm. would she say something like that, that she hated her husband? Barack Obama, whether you like him or hate him, is one of the most successful men in America. Why? 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 I, I, go ahead, Pamela. She, she probably felt comfortable at the moment. Yes, before the audience going, she was in. Right, right. Okay. And she probably felt, you know, as you get older, you know, you just don't hold back anymore. And maybe they, they had, you know, a tiff over the holidays and everything. And it reached a point where she's like, what? You know, I mean, you don't have to, that, that, that thing about, Oh, you can't reveal yourself. You're not allowed to say anything. That's baloney. It can be refreshing and it can be, um, uh, uh, better for the marriage even. And, um, you know, and, and you know, she's been devoted and doesn't mean she hates him or anything. She's been a devoted spouse and it's okay. It's it's okay to do that because it stops people from, uh, you know, it works things out. It works things out. And and so this Christmas week, I think it's a good sign. I think it's a good sign that, uh, you know, 
Can we show some kindness? And, oh, you're not supposed to say that about your family. Oh, that's a bunch of baloney. You know what? If you don't talk about things, that's how you stop people from committing suicide. That's how you stop people from doing something drastic, like that man who, who just ran over his wife and everything. You've got to talk about it, let it out, and release it. And it's not the end of the world, and it does, it's, not, it's not an evil thing to say things about members of your family. She needed to talk. Well, Pamela, uh, I, I appreciate your call. Thank you so much, and a happy New Year's wish to you and your family. And as far as uh, the comment that I made at the top about Congressman-elect uh, Santos, I, I don't know him. I don't know his mental state, but I do uh, from 40 years of covering journalism and, 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 and politics, I do know what he's up against. And and what he's up against, he can't win. Now, now he created this situation himself. We don't know what type of psychological issues comes into all these lies. We don't know if he just did it to get elected. But the point that I'm making is that he cannot unravel these lies at this point. It's not going to happen. He's going to be shunned in Washington as soon as the vote for speaker is over. He may be indicted very soon. Very soon. Who knows? All all speculation on my part. But on a personal level, human being to human being, I'm concerned about the man because it's a death of a thousand cuts, what he's going through right now. And the publications are just teeing off on him. The TV stations, the newspapers, nonstop talk on radio. And I, 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 just, I just hope that, um, that he's in the right frame of mind and that he doesn't do something um, to, to hurt himself. It, it, again, only speculation on my part, but um, his world... Think about this. You did the impossible. You did the impossible. You ran the second time. You won. You won. And all of this is coming down on him because he won and the lies are all coming out. So he won, but he really lost Let's go to Russ in White Plains, New York. Russ, what's on your mind? Well, Dominic, you know, he, he, he won, but he lost. But, you know, he, he tells the lies, and he got what he wanted. I think a narcissist isn't going to hurt himself. And I think it's worse to lie about the truth than to lie about untruth, which is, you know, what Hunter Biden did. But, Dominic, about Michelle Obama, you know, I only heard what you've said about it. I haven't heard the context. But it sounds to me like she's saying marriages face rocky times, and even if it takes 10 years, you should endure because most people, you know, uh, don't have to work it out in public. Most of us, you know, I've been married 32 years, and it's really getting good now. Things are beginning to gel. And uh, to Pamela, I don't think running over your spouse is a communications problem. You know what I mean? Okay, Russ, I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. Uh, calling from White Plains. We are going to continue the Greg Kelly Show in just a moment. Your phone calls from around the country. When we come back, we're going to go to Jay in Ohio, and the calls will continue. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Breaking news. 
And some sad news to report at this hour, especially if you are a sports fan. Pele, the Brazilian soccer star who led his country's national team to that World Cup victory in 1956, and who in the 60s and 70s rivaled, if you will, Muhammad Ali as the world's most popular and recognizable athlete has died. This happened uh, today, Thursday. Uh, Pele was 82 years old and had been in poor health for the last several years as he battled cancer and what the hospital described in a statement this week as kidney and cardiac dysfunctions. So Pele, a world phenomenon soccer star, is dead. He has died. Pele, the great soccer player. Dominic Carter here with you for Greg Kelly. Greg has the remainder of the week off. A number of topics on the uh, table. And at some point, I'm hoping that I can have time to get to one of the great things that happened in the storm up in Buffalo, New York one American helping another American. We'll get to that, but we see all the calls, and we're going to try and get to uh, some of them. Let's go to uh, to Gail on Staten Island in Staten Island, New York. Gail, what's on your mind? Good afternoon. As far as your subject talking about Michelle Obama, she made a famous quote. Uh, the first time in her adult life she was proud of her country. So now this is her other quote. Uh, She's making herself more vulnerable to the already large voting woman woke audience. Her and Obama, to me, are the answer to the Manchurian candidates. They divided our country from they first came in, said we were racist, and yet this man, Hussein, won two terms. I think it's a plan, and that's my feeling. Hey, Gail. Gail, you, you said you believe it's a play to the woke crowd because that's a turnoff for me. I, I The woke crowd, I don't want anything to do with it. The woke crowd is what has this country screwed up. You think that's what Michelle Obama was trying to do, a play to the woke crowd? And a play to women, a very large voting audience. So by saying that she hated her husband for 10 years is a play to women? Yeah. Okay. It makes her more vulnerable. That's my opinion. Right. Okay, Gail. Well, we appreciate your opinion, and thank you for the call. Jay in Ohio. Jay, what's on your mind? Well, I'm th- I'm thinking about that guy um, who wants to go in, in the um, House of Representatives. He's a dirtbag. I'm You're talking about Santos. I'm, yeah, I'm glad he got caught. Because and also I'm wondering, you know, the money that's behind him. I wonder who's who's footing the bill, because that's really who he's going to be loyal to. He's not going to be loyal to his constituents. Well, the sad reality, Jay, uh, and people don't like to hear this, but the sad reality is that any elected official, when when their donors call, they answer the phone right away. That is the of reality of, uh, of, of, of modern-day politics. Bottom of line. Course. Bottom line. But um, now, as far as Michelle Obama, from a man's point of view, because I can't talk from a woman's point of view, <clears throat> she says that, that she, does, that she hated her husband for 10 years. But you're really not going to really know, really, 
unless she, you know, puts in papers for a divorce and takes half of what he's got because the guy's got about a billion dollars, right? I, I hear you, Jay. They each have a lot of money, and they, they have acknowledged uh, in the past that there was at one point that the marriage almost didn't make it. So so the, the topic is not new, but I'm just trying to figure out exactly what she meant uh, about she hated Obama for 10 years. She she described it as in terms of uh, the children, and, and I can understand that because if we're being honest about it, nine times out of 10, not in all situations, nine times out of 10, the responsibility of the children fall primarily on the woman. It's not right, it's not fair, and it has to change, and things are changing. But they're but not you, changing but, fast enough. But you know how emotional women can be, and they'll sometimes they will say things they really don't mean. Right, but Jay, now, Jay, I, I'm not going there. That that's a borderline. Uh, <laughs> you're trying yeah, to get me but, and but you, you in know, some but, serious but, trouble but, here. But the point I'm trying to make is, she says that she hated her her husband for ten years, but does she really hate her husband? Because if she really did. Right. We would know probably in a couple of months, you know, if she puts papers in for a divorce, if she really meant what she said. Right. Well, I, I, I'm 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 not a uh, psychologist. Jay, thank you for the call. Um, it's it's uh, it, it, it's just uh, interesting. Let's go to David in the Bronx, New York. Good afternoon. We say hello to you, David. Yes. Good afternoon, Dominic. I actually wanted to talk about Pele for a moment, if I could. Um, I grew up um, on Long Island in the 70s, and, you know, he is a black Brazilian, and there weren't a lot of black role models when I was growing up. Um, I know it's sports, so there were more than other fields, but to have someone like that actually inspired me to play soccer, which was the only sport I actually participated in as a kid growing up out there, and it was tough because, there, you know, when I on my team, I was the only person of color, so that wasn't exactly fun, but you know, it, it, something that happens as you get older, and I, I'm sure that you've experienced this as well, because I think we're fairly close in age, that your role models as you're growing up, every year there's less and less of them. And that's just something that I think is kind of sad. You know, it, it, it makes me feel old, and I'm 51. You know, it's just uh, there's so few left. You know, like you said, Muhammad Ali, he's gone. I remember the Harlem Globetrotters, most of them are gone. And, um, you know, it just makes me a little bit sad to, to hear that today. I know it was expected. I, I knew it was going to happen. Uh, the last I heard he was sick was during the World Cup. But, uh, you know, it, it is a little bit depressing for me, and I'm sure for other people as well. David, we thank you for the call. Before I go to another David, but this time in Los Angeles, uh, David in the Bronx mentioned the Harlem Globetrotters. And that was one of the highlights of my life uh, when I got to play with the Harlem uh, Globetrotters. And folks, let me tell you something here. So my plan going into the game is, uh, and it happened in New York City, and they put me on the team with the Generals, right? The the team that wears the green, they play the Globetrotters. And at the end of the day, the Globetrotters uh, win the day with all of these fancy moves and so on. And so my logic was, I'm going to show these Globetrotters what I got. I'm going to score. I'm going to go to the hole. I'm going to shoot some jump shots. I'm, 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 I'm. Boy, it didn't work out that way. We don't understand the level of 
professional professional athletes in our country. Now, remember, the Globetrotters are a step or two down from professional athletes, a step or two down. So we're playing the game. Someone shoots a jump shot, and I'm under the basket, and they miss. And so in my mind, I'm going to grab the rebound, what's called the rebound, and I'm going to uh, dribble the ball up court in my mind. In my mind, that's what's going to happen. So the ball is coming down, and in anticipation, I'm about to jump up and grab the ball. I'm going to show my dominance. And out of nowhere, it was like a little baby playing with men. All of these men towered above me and literally took the ball away from me. And I felt like a little child that should go sit down. And that was just playing with the Harlem Globetrotters. So now imagine what it's like playing for an NBA basketball team or an NFL football team. I don't think so. Let's go to, and again, if you are just joining us, Pele, the soccer great, the soccer great has passed away, has died. Let's go to David in Los Angeles. David, what's on your mind? I want to put the Michelle Obama comments in context because uh, people are getting it wrong. She definitely screwed up by saying she couldn't stand Barack the first 10 years of marriage. I can't stand him, but she should have said unhappy in the marriage. Here's what she meant. When the kids were new, um, she wanted the chores to be 50-50 as far as raising the kids, which it didn't turn out to be. So she said she couldn't stand him the first 10 years, but now we've been married 30 years. So those first 10 years were worth it. And women, you're throwing in the towel too early in your marriage. You get divorced after five years. So I'm saying you should hang in there. So it was a hanging in there, get through the rough patch of marriage, not the fact that Obama, she can't stand him. It's not going to be filing for divorce. It's not woke feminism as much as I wish it were. So whomp, 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 whomp disappointment david david isn't it easy for 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 you to say that to to tell women to hang in there with their marriage well that was her point that's what the point she was making hey okay i couldn't stand barack the first 10 years but now we've been married 30 years and that the 10 years was worth it because now it's good and she's asking women she's the message is to hang in there in your marriage okay Not well the fact that Thanks. Well, well, thank you, David, for the call. And you're telling me your interpretation, your intent of what you believe her intent was uh, on the call. But um, but the uh, the headlines are not playing out that way. (laughs) The headlines are simply saying, Michelle Obama, I hated Barack for 10 years of the marriage. Philadelphia and Robert, what's on your mind? How you doing, Dominic? It's always good to talk to you, man. Thank um, you. Thank you. Same. Real, I'll be real quick. Um, I think that the Michelle Obama thing, I, I don't concern myself with the inter, inner workings of the rich and famous. I would just say book sales. Um, as far as the gentleman, as far as the gentleman who said um, the Republicans don't say anything, he must be watching just the mainstream news because we are saying it 
The mainstream news doesn't cover it, okay? And finally, with the George Santos thing, he has to resign. And as I said before to you, um, we if you lie with dogs, you get fleas. If we wish to defeat lying and corruption, we cannot have it as part of our party. And that's all I have to say about that. I think a lot of it's being blown out of proportion just so they have something to talk about besides the serious lies being told to us by our leaders in Washington. And I hope you have a happy new year and you take care of yourself, man. Same to you, Robert. Thank you. I hope things are going well in Philadelphia. I have not uh, been there in a while, but I, I plan on uh, on coming soon. Before we take a break, before we Take a break. Let's go to Tony. Tony in the Bronx, New York. Tony, what's on your mind? How you doing? Uh, I, well, just real quick, uh, Santos. Uh, listen, I'm in the I'm in this field. Uh, you know, mental illness. Uh, it's it's something definitely that uh, you know he's definitely showing some signs of that. Um, Tony, but, Tony, let, right, let me. So, I, I I hear you on the butt, but let me just say this. You, you you don't think that I knew it was controversial going there where I did. And, and I thought long and hard about I'm concerned about him from on a mental state because I'm seeing signs that that are, are not good and uh, indications that this does not end well. But go ahead, Tony. No, I absolutely agree with you. And let me tell you something. If he was listening to the show and if anything would have crossed his mind, um, I think that would have made him think. Because they're going to come after him and they're going to come after him with everything they got because he is a big uh, vote for us, uh, for Republicans. Um, so he's got to prepare himself because it's going to be very, very ugly. Um, and as far as uh, Michelle Obama, listen, you know, she's, you know, my wife is a perfect example. I, I just I just literally heard her say it. We in the car. She says, oh. Oh, what she did was brave. I mean, if she ran for president, I'm absolutely voting for her. She's one of us. So I think that something's coming down the pike with Michelle Obama. She's definitely going to have something big coming down. And I think this is all part of uh, a plan that she has. Um, And also, uh, I'm just, as a New Yorker, to say that it was historic event, the first legalized sale of marijuana. Uh, I, I I don't even know what to say. I, I'm stunned that they consider that a historic moment in New York City that we sold our first legal marijuana. It, all Not it's going to do, Tony, it's the demise yeah. of New York City. It's the demise of cities around the country. It's the demise of states around the country. Tony, I wish I had more time for you, but I don't. I appreciate your call. Happy New Year to you, your wife, and your family. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. We will be right back. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Dominic Carter here with you. We are taking your telephone calls on a number of issues. Let's go to Alyssa in Manhattan. 
Alyssa, what's on your mind? I never thought I'd be saying this, but good afternoon, Dominic. <laughs> it's such a pleasure to talk to you when the sun is shining. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, Go right ahead, Alyssa. And you're doing a great job, by the way. Thank you. Listen to you last night covering for Frank. Excellent. Very kind of you to say. Go right ahead. Okay. I wanted to comment about Michelle Obama and specifically about a comment you made a little just a few minutes ago about how you said something to the effect of he was a very successful man and you couldn't understand how she could hate him if I'm, you know, if I'm perceiving what ba- you said basically, correctly. Basically, you got it there. Go ahead, Alyssa. Right. Okay. Um, a man who was successful in his career and even in the community, the he could be beloved in the community, does not a successful husband make. Aha. Behind those closed doors. Aha. Okay, you can have a man who is generous to a fault in the community. Everyone sings his praises. And then behind those closed, closed doors, he gives bare minimum to his family. Now, she alluded to the fact that this problem they had was when the children were young. Perhaps um, they had, you know, when they agreed to get married, agreed that they would, you know, said something to the effect of no matter where our careers take us, family will always come first. And then all of a sudden he started to take off and that changed. And I found in just knowing different women that there are women who are willing to put up with a less than stellar husband if he is an excellent father. As long as he's treating her children properly. So, Alyssa, I I have a question for you. I have a question for you. And and I want you to uh, I want you to help me uh, with this. But you know what, Alyssa, I want you to do me a favor. Please hold, hold on. on. Yes, please. Break? And then you can give me uh, the answer to the question that I'm looking for. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. We will be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Dominic Carter in for Greg with you. Greg has the remainder of the week off. I'm going back to Alyssa in just one second in Manhattan, but I'm looking at something right now. Such phonies. The January 6th committee, absolute phonies. And if you listen to me on the radio, then you know that I said this subpoena of former President Donald Trump was going absolutely nowhere, that it was nonsense, that it was showboating, grandstanding, a waste of time. And now, guess what has happened? Take a guess at what has happened. What just days before Republicans take over, the committee is withdrawing the subpoena that they tried to issue to former President Donald Trump. So they wanted to subpoena him. They had that choice, but it was nothing but a bluff. It was posturing for the American people to believe that they had something when the January 6th committee has been a waste of our time and a complete waste of taxpayer dollars. All it has been is taking advantage of people that wanted to hear that narrative that Donald Trump is why the world is bad. For people that wanted to hear that narrative that he was the worst person on planet Earth, for people that wanted to hear that he was behind January 6th, I have said repeatedly 
Was it, was it his best behavior on January 6th? No. Did he do anything criminal? No, absolutely not. Those prosecutors would have to make a case in court. And now, now this subpoena is, has been withdrawn. And yes, that's me crunching the news of this because it was garbage from day one. Alyssa in Manhattan. So you were explaining to me before the commercial break. Yes, Dominic. Before the commercial break, mm-hmm. Michelle Obama declaring that she hated her husband for 10 years. And you went on to say that you can be a great man in business, whatever you're doing professionally. You can be a great man in terms of the community, but it may not be the same uh, uh, output from the male in terms of the marriage. But here's the question that I have for you, Alyssa. Mm-hmm. For men, if you can't get out there and make the money, then there's nothing there for the family. That I think that's the biggest frustration for men, that men have to get out there, and women too sometimes, but men have to get out there and hustle. Does that account for anything or no? Oh, absolutely. If the man is the number one breadwinner, it does count, but... He also needs to give his children the benefit of his life experience, the benefit of his viewpoint, the benefit of his time, the benefit of his love. They need to experience that from him as well as from their mother in order to get a balanced viewpoint. Okay, Alyssa, I hear you and I agree with you, but there are only X amount of hours in the day. What what That's is true. What what is but a man supposed? There, it, it, are, if, if there the, are men who will come home and instead of taking, say they've had a long day and they want to take that, you know, hour or so before dinner maybe, um, to just chill out, you know, go go into their office or you know, go take a shower, whatever it is. Um, you don't have to do that every day. You can step back and say, you know what, I really want to be with my kids. I want to know what's going on in their lives. I want to share some time with them. I want to give them time with me. Um, Sometimes that in itself, just being around children, can actually relax you. Not all kids are going to, you know, drive you crazy. Sometimes they'll just be full of, you know, like, oh, we're so glad you're home and they're hugging you. And, you know, and there's all love. There's love there. There's welcoming there. Um, It's necessary for a man to be you know, present in his children's lives, it's valuable. So many, I I know just from people that I know um, that I met when I was growing up that they wished that they had been able to be closer to their fathers because their fathers were the primary breadwinners and that they didn't know their fathers as well as they would have liked to and genuinely left a gap in their lives. I I hear you, Alyssa, and I respect what you're saying. And the only thing I can state uh, is is a happy new year to you and your family. And um, to you, Dominic. And and that's the you know evidently you're right because uh, that's that's what Michelle Obama has uh, articulated in declaring that she hated her husband for ten years of their marriage with the upcoming with the raising of the. of the children. So Benjamin Netanyahu has been sworn in again as prime minister of uh, Israel for the sixth term. I believe it's his sixth 
uh, term. So Netanyahu is back again. The January 6th committee was nothing but a sham from day one. To be honest with you, I always put them in the same box as Black Lives Matter. Complete sham. Taking advantage of Americans, trying to twist the thought process for you to believe that Trump was the worst man ever. When that's not the reality. Things got out of control January 6th, but now they're they're pulling back the subpoena. Newsflash, no more subpoena. It was never going to happen. And if you listen to me on the radio, that's what I said day one. Oh, we're going to subpoena Mr. Trump. Liz Cheney. Right? So what what is she going to run for as a Democrat? What job is she going to have now in the Biden administration? Because you know uh, they're going to look out for her. We are taking your telephone calls also discussing Congressman-elect George Santos. Let's go to... Mark in Westchester, New York. Mark, what's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, you need more. You need more hours, bro. Um, I'm going to give you Richard Blumenthal, Elizabeth Warren, and especially Joe Biden. All lied, all corrupt, all all um, they embellish. Why haven't I heard a Democrat calling for them to resign? Our problem is I don't like Joe Santos. I don't like what he did. But why do we always have to be above it all? Why are we always calling out our, our, our side? Tell well, me a Democrat who's called for their resignation. Well, the uh, the senator in uh, in uh, Minnesota had to resign, the comedian. Um, but but yeah, I but that I was something else. But but I but I hear but I hear you, Mark, and and you you make a good point. You do make a good point. I've been listening to you folks this week, in terms of th- there has to be one standard. And it, right. it it wasn't the it party. It wasn't the party that that called out Mr. Uh, Santos. It was the media, uh, the New York Times. But Dominic, you're doing it. I, I've heard so many politicians, Republican politicians, do it. I've heard Peter King do it. I mean, the, you, everybody's doing it. But no, you don't hear a Democrat. You don't hear the media. You don't hear them calling for Joe Biden to resign, Elizabeth Warren to resign, Dick Blumenthal to resign. And I can give you a dozen more. Why do we have to be above it all? That's why we're always losing, because we're not united. We're not united. I'll take George Santos over any lying, cheating, perverted Democrat any day. Wow. Well, Mark, I I appreciate your call and uh, your candid manner. Let's go to uh, Sandra. Sandra in New Jersey. Sandra, go right ahead, please. Hey, Dominic. How are you doing today? Hi. Um, I'm well, and I hope you're doing well. Sounds like you're out and about. I am out and about, but I, I wanted to share this good news. I Someone sent it to me, and it seems very authentic, that Donald Trump wrote that I was um, just advised that the unselect committee of political thugs has withdrawn the subpoena of me concerning the January 6th protest of the crooked 2020 presidential election. They probably did so because they knew I did nothing wrong, or they were about to lose in court. Perhaps the FBI involvement rigging the election played into their decision, but in any event, he writes, the subpoena is dead. I think that's wonderful news. Well, it, it is wonderful news, and, and, and if for nothing, if for no other reason, Sandra, it's wonderful news because it was all smoke to begin with. The whole committee, the entire committee 
has been nothing but a joke. Oh, we're going to have a hearing in prime time. We're going to blow the lid off the country. They had absolutely nothing. It, it, it's, know, it, least, go ahead. They go ahead. admitted it a little bit. No, no, no. They, they're, not, they're not admitting it. The committee oh. is just, you see, and that, that's what's wrong, Sandra, with politics. The committee goes, eh, my bad. We're going to pull the subpoena back. Well, we, you know, we, we, we have, we, we're down to four days left in, 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 in power. Republicans are about to take over. Eh, we'll pass on the subpoena. Next story. And, 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 and it, it, it's horrible at what this committee has put. Listen, whether you like Donald Trump, whether you hate Donald Trump, it's horrible what this committee has done to him. And, and, and this is what's wrong with American politics. This is exactly what's wrong. Sandra, I'll give you the uh, final word here before I move on. Well, I just uh, hope for the best for this man, and I uh, think you did a great job helping Greg Kelly out in his absence. And, uh, well, thank you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start calling you at night, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, and uh, Happy New Year to you and your family, and enjoy your day out and about. Dominic Carter here with you folks in for Greg Kelly. Let's go to, let's go to, let's see here. Let's go to Leo on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Leo, what's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Uh, I would love to have a short comment on both of Michelle and uh, and uh, Greg uh, Santos. I started with Michelle. Uh, you started. You you started. What say that again? I I couldn't hear you. I'm gonna start with the Michelle. Okay, Obama. but you got to be quick. Go right ahead, please. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, it was well documented that even during the time where they was in the White House, Michelle Obama was not so much enjoying the politics. She loved the lavish life, the red carpets, high society, and uh, and uh, Obama is more ambitious to stay in politics. She wants to enjoy the life now, smell the life and, and the high society. He wants to stay the great eminence in the background. He wants to have the influence on the democratic circus, be the puppet master with the ropes in the hands, and their way is going to be more and more separating. So that's Michelle Obama. Uh, can I have a comment on this Quickly, short? quickly, please. Go, I'm, I'm trying to let you finish before I move on to the next call. Go right ahead, quickly, please. Okay, Dominic, uh, I'm going to skip the George Santos. I just want to tell you something. If you anywhere on Manhattan, in a numeric street, up to 220, on the south side of the street are even numbers. On the north side of any of these streets are uneven numbers. Means you can that way you can every single time you can see which way is east or west, north and south. Thank you. Anywhere on the numeric part of Manhattan. Thank you, Leo. And Leo is referring to what I brought up earlier this weekend for Greg that I'm not used to uh, coming into Manhattan and coming in via the train. And so I, I, I was disoriented upon coming up from the train station for two days trying to figure out north, south, south, east, and west. A comment on Pele, uh, where it was announced a short time ago that he has passed away, the great soccer star. Let's go to Marcos in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Marcos, what, what's on your mind? Thank you, Dominic, for taking my call. I just want to say before Michael Jordan, before Muhammad Ali, before Hank Aaron, before Mike Tyson, it was Pele. 
Indeed. The king of soccer. No doubt about and it. No wanna, doubt about it. And I just want I, I want to send a shout out to Pele's family. And to all of Pele's fans and me being a, a Brazilian myself, I want to shout out to all my Brazilian fans out there, all my Brazilian uh, fellow fellow fans of Pele. And I just want to say rest in peace, Pele. Rest in peace. The greatest soccer player of all time. Marcos, uh, answer this question for me. Can the argument be made that Pele basically introduced soccer or made it big in America? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. One man. He wow. Brought, he, uh, one man, and he, he is the only soccer player that has three World Cup titles under his belt. Wow. So I know, I know Messi is the greatest soccer player in the world right now. But the greatest soccer player of all time is Pele. He has three World Cup titles under his belt. Hey, Marcos, I, I've got to take a break, but let me hear your your best uh, in, impersonation of goal, good scores, whatever they say in the soccer game. Let's hear it, Marcos. Goal! That's good. That's good, Marcos. Thank you. Thank you. That's that's good. That's good. You should be an announcer. Thank you, Marcos, and Happy New Year to you and your family. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. More of your telephone calls when we come back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly, and we are in the home stretch of Greg's show, and we are going right back to the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to Jason in Westchester County, New York. Jason, what's on your mind? Hi. Uh, good afternoon, Dominique. Good afternoon. Go right ahead, please. Uh, I would just like to say that the whole Obama thing, um, it's very clearly to me, She's trying to make more money, uh, sell more books, bring all the, oh, woe is me, onto her. In in actuality, she's doing very fine. She's great. She's living a far better life than most American families. Mm-hmm. And oh. that's, all, that's all I got to say about oh, it. Okay, well, Jason, thank you very much. Let's go to... Uh, to Pete in Hackensack, New Jersey. I believe Pete wants to talk about Pele, the soccer great that it was just announced yes. a short time ago that he died. Go right ahead, Pete. Yes, Dominic. How are you, man? Um, I'm good. Go ahead, please. I guess it was, I guess it was early 80s. Uh, Cosmo Soccer, they played a giant stadium. And, I remember. Uh, I remember. Yeah, it was pretty spectacular because... Uh, I mean, I'm not much of a soccer guy. I'm more of a uh, more of a hockey guy. But uh, Pele was there. Uh, what's his name? Kinalia, Beckenbauer, and uh, yeah, it was it was pretty special. Uh, you know, just uh, an interesting thing. But um, yeah, I'll never. I, I luckily I was uh I went out with a cosmos cheerleader for a little bit, so uh that's why my only real connection she said those guys they like to party they did their they did their share as far as where Pele was in the mix with that I don't know hey, but hey you Pete. remember that you remember giant Pete, stadium Pete I do Pete I, I short and sweet and to the point I got to move on to the next call let's hear your best hey. impersonation of goal you know, <laughs> let, let's hear it Pete uh, let's, Pele. let's 
Yeah, yeah. Canal, you had a Beckenbauer to Pele goal. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, thank you for that. Hey, folks, we're wrapping up the show, and uh, maybe I should just go get high. Maybe I should just go get high. Get high. And in just uh, a short time in New York, the first store opens up recreational marijuana. You can go get high, but eight, nine, ten hours a day going to the store. Let's go to Tony in New Jersey. Tony, what's on your mind? Hey, um, I couldn't agree with you more as far as the legalization of marijuana, them selling it publicly and openly like this is definitely the demise of the cities and the country. But I think the bigger picture and what people should look at is who's promoting this and who benefits from it. I think that if we see behind the special interests, the medical people, the rehabilitation people, they're the ones that are pushing this whole thing. And these politicians, their coffers are getting filled by these devils. And and the people like us, normal, God-fearing, America-loving people, we're suffering because of this. No doubt about it, Tony. I couldn't have said it better than, than what you just did. So it, it's been legal for a while in New Jersey. How's it working out? Well, listen, in New Jersey, it's not as it's spread out. Like there's there's one in Princeton. You know, it's not as densely populated as it is in Midtown Manhattan or Harlem or wherever it's going. And, you know, you a person would go to these places, pull up. I mean, it's, if you know, think for a second. It's like one of these like sex shops that you you know it's over there but you avoid it type of thing. So yes. that's how that's how that's how it is in New Jersey. Well in New York, thank you for the call, Tony. In New York it's about to be front and center. And and it's gonna do nothing but lead to the demise of further demise of city, further demise of states. We are making a huge, huge mistake. Jeff in Forest Hills has been waiting a long time. Jeff, I've got 20 seconds for you. Go right ahead, please. Thank you, Dominic. I don't trust Democrats because they're in bed with the enemy. Research it. This is what I've come up with. But Adam Schiff's sister is married to George Soros' son. And Hillary's daughter okay. is married to okay. Soros' All right. All right. So- okay. 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 All right. Okay. Dominic Carter saying, folks, we've had a uh, great Thursday together. And to the folks that we didn't get to your calls, I do apologize. I will be back again tomorrow, my last day, filling in for Greg Kelly. Keep it right here. I'll see you tomorrow, same time, same station. Greg Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network.